bear with while I just get my stuff sorted. Oh, note to self, never eat a chocolate just before you get up to do this. Oh, no. Right. Oh, it's great to see you guys today. So many faces. Wonderful. Um, So uh, if you've not been here for the last week or two, um, you are catching us at the end of a little three-part series uh, around the vision for Ashford Vineyard. Uh, So two weeks ago, Nick spoke about who we are. Oh, I don't have my clicker thing. Ah, Oh, yeah, thanks. Um, Yeah, thank you. Um, We, uh, so Nick spoke about who we are, and uh, it will come up on the screen the next slide after that, Ethan, if you wouldn't mind. Thank you. Here we go. <clears throat> we are a family on a mission who creates spaces for people to encounter God, be equipped to bring life to the city, and experience the outworking of this in their day-to-day. So just as... Oh, thank you so much. <clears throat> just as Jesus was sent by his dad, so Jesus sends us. And when Chris and Nick planted Asher Vineyard 11 years ago, they came with the mandate from John 15, 16, which says, I chose you and appointed you that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And we are all here on purpose, with a purpose. We are all here in Ashford at this particular time in history, connected together as a family at this precise moment in time to be sent people. People who go and who bear fruit where they go to pursue and reproduce and represent Jesus. And Chris spoke last week about what we're like, our culture, which we have defined as... There we go. The environment we curate to nurture the things that we wish to see. So what do we want to see? We want to see abundant, overflowing life. Yeah. We, uh, we love something that our friend Andy Fearon said. Andy, uh, together with his, uh, his wife Rhoda, lead Carlisle Vineyard. And uh, he said this. It was a bit of a, like a, a like, slight just drop into conversation, throwaway comment. He said, you can never trust God to pour the cream. Let that settle. You can never trust God to pour the cream. He just keeps pouring. And the, the bowl is filling up. It's spilling over the sides. It's dribbling onto the table. It's dribbling down the table onto the floor. Ashford needs us as the sent ones to show who Jesus is and what he's like. And Jesus made it clear in John 10.10 10, that his aim was to bring life. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly till it overflows. And this is why Ashford Vineyard exists. We are here to bring life to Ashford. We are here to see Ashford transformed and lives changed. And we are here so that our city is impacted because the sons and daughters of the king, that's you and me, are operating hand in hand with heaven. 
your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, was how Jesus modeled to his followers how to pray, not because we need to beg God's kingdom to come, but because Jesus was modeling how to line up the cry of the Father's heart with our heart. So our aims express the vision and the commission of Ashford Vineyard. They are our shared dream and vision for the future. They are why we're here and what we do. And we are relentlessly outward focused and unapologetically passionate about Ashford. And uh, I love this quote. uh, The pastors have been spending a bit of time um, under some teaching by a a man called Paul Manwaring, who has been a pastor and a leader with Bethel Church. He's now back here in the UK. And, uh, and I love what he says here. We live in the days of the greatest opportunity and the greatest change. What a privilege that is. We are sons and daughters of the king and his kingdom is ever increasing. Leading managing, stewarding the opportunity and change will inspire every aspect of our lives. This is our time. This is our moment. Let's not waste it. Let's take hold of this moment and our gifts and look to see what impact we can have on the earth. I can tell you are just... struggling so much just to contain the excitement the lids are about to blow off wow doesn't that excite you doesn't that stir you this is our moment this is our time let's not waste it so we've had our um we've got six aims we've had these aims for a little while Uh, one of the ways that we formed these was to ask some questions like what would it look like if life in all its fullness existed in ashford in your workplace, in your street, in your social spaces? What would it look like if God completely had his way? His plan A, nothing missing, nothing broken, for every person in Ashford, for your neighbours, for your co-workers, for your family. And then, how can we help to make that happen? Because, you know, God's not inviting us to sit on our backsides praying, your kingdom come, your will be done, and just wait, right? He, he, he isn't, yeah. He's good. Woo, we're on the same page. He has formed us together as family, and his kingdom coming is the family business in which we have the privilege and the joy of co-working with God to see his plans fulfilled. Now, we can't do it all, and we're not looking to do it all. We can tackle some of what's needed. We can partner with other wonderful people and organizations in Ashford who are longing for the same thing. What we're looking to do is to give our best away to others in the way that Father God gives his best to us. So we have these six aims that sit under the tagline of bringing life to Ashford. Here they are on the screen. Increasing people's connection to God as Father, reducing the impact of poverty, improving aspirations and opportunities for children and young people, improving health and well-being, developing leaders, and strengthening families. 
Now, I'm really aware of time. <laughs> um, so I was going to go through each one and kind of make a couple of comments. We will see how we, get, how we go. Um, and then we will pray and have some cake. Sound good? Yeah. Woo, awesome. Okay. Cake got a cheer, I know. Wow, priorities. Come on. Come on. Here we go. <laughs> Let's do this first one. Increasing people's connection to God as Father. Now, none of the aims are in any particular order apart from this one. This is first for a reason. It underpins everything and anything that we do. Every project, every program, uh, every group, every interaction. If we're not doing this increasing people's connection to God as Father, truly, we might as well just pack up and go home. If we're going to be here in Ashford, then Ashford needs to look different because we're here. If here. If you are positioned on your street, then your street needs to look different because you are there. This is what we are called to as a church, it's what we're called to as people of God, and it's the heart, this is the heart of everything and anything that we do here. Jesus says in John 14, 9, if you have seen me, you've seen the Father. John 5, 19, I only do what I see my Father doing. So Jesus' intent was to perfectly mirror the character of the Father to us so that we would know the never-ending, never-failing love and goodness of the Father again. And we have been adopted into the family of God. And an expression of that is the privilege of signposting to people what Jesus is like and how much he loves them in everything we do. So we want to increase opportunities for people to encounter God. Encouraging decisions of yes to Jesus, that's not about coercion or manipulation. That is about creating spaces places, even just moments for people to bump into Jesus. And I'm using the word creating very deliberately. Um, I, uh, I love the story from Jenny North a few months back. She was covering reception here one morning in the week, and she had the opportunity to pray for a man for healing, all because she invited him in for a cup of tea when he walked past our front door and put some rubbish in the bin. I think, and I speak for myself in this as well, I think most of us would have probably seen him do that and just gone, right. Jenny, in that moment, took, she created a moment. She literally hopped off the desk, shoved her head around the door. Hey, do you want to come in for a cup of tea? And you know what? He came in, that man walked out of here pain-free. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He walked out of here pain-free. We want to keep creating those moments. And we want to keep growing in our connection with God and helping people to grow in their connection with God. We want to know him and love him and be captivated by him. And we don't want to settle for anything less this side of heaven. And if we're being continually transformed to look more and more like Jesus, then our town, our friends, and our families will be impacted too. We've got a number of uh, spaces within Ashford Vineyard already. We've got Sundays. We have circles. We've got Invest Group. We've got Worship in the Round, which we had last night. Such a, excuse me, such a precious time together. 
spent an hour and a half just worshipping in the presence of God. Next one's in November. Just a little heads up there. Um, but we are, we are looking to, fo- to constantly be creating these spaces and places. By the way, if you're, if you're not in a circle and you'd like to be in a circle, or if you'd like to start a circle, then grab me, grab one of the other pastors, key leaders. We would love to um, have a chat with you. Okay, we're going to move on. It's time. All right. We want to reduce the impact of poverty. We want to equip people to break the cycles of poverty and provide everyday essentials. We are passionate about clothing people in dignity and honour when life has kicked them to the ground. Because love has to look like something. And all throughout the Bible and the life of Jesus, we see the heart of the Father for lifting people out of poverty, for lifting people out of dire circumstances and into stability and abundance. Jesus raised a woman's dead son so that she wouldn't have to live out the rest of her days in poverty. That's how much he cares. Circumstances may seem completely impossible, but as uh, Chris spoke about last week, with God, what might seem impossible yesterday is possible today because of who God is and the authority that he has given us to see heaven come to earth. So we want to play our part in seeing poverty eradicated from Ashford. And that's not pie-in-the-sky vision, because if the kingdom fully comes to Ashford, then there aren't going to be any hungry people left. Our, um, our Renew Social Supermarket program has just celebrated its first birthday. Whoop, whoop. Um, and the, the vision behind Renew is to ensure all families have the food and the provisions that they need and so much more. And they are working very closely with individuals and families to help encourage them into a renewed vision of abundance and stability in their lives. In the last year, we've had 110 different families access Renew. We currently have 47 families representing 96 individuals who access Renew regularly. And in the last year, so from September 2020 to August this year, we gave out over £48,872.20p worth of food and essentials to Renew clients. Wow, that's Woo! Yeah. Judith, our compassion support worker, is doing an incredible job supporting a number of different people in various challenging life circumstances. Guys, this is just the beginning. God is on the move in Ashford. What impact do you want to have in breaking the cycles of poverty here? How do you want to get involved with this family to ensure that people are seen and valued and loved? Get in touch with Renee if you'd like to talk further. Right, moving on. Oh, goodness. Okay. Improving aspirations and opportunities for children and young people. We want to build confidence and self-esteem in children and young people, and we want to equip young people with life skills. We want our young people to know who they are, 
We want our young people to know who God says they are. The generation that is coming up now are innovative. They are entrepreneurial. There you go. They are authentic. They are empathetic. They're very creative. They are desperate to make a difference. Can we begin to imagine for a moment what it would look like if those qualities were harnessed for the kingdom of God? Proverbs 22:29 says this, "Do you see a man skillful and experienced in his work? He will stand in honor before kings. He will not stand before obscure men." We need to equip and empower children and young people with life skills so that they get into rooms of great influence. And the rooms of great influence might not automatically... I think when we think of that, automatically what comes to mind is, oh, government. Yes, but online too. Did you know that the top YouTube influencer this year has over 100 million followers? 100 million followers. Could you imagine what a young person who is filled with the Spirit of God, carrying kingdom power in them, if they had 100 million followers online, what that would look like. Could you imagine the impact? The way that we are going to do this is through mothering and fathering. There is a responsibility that we have to mother and father. And it starts with just one. It starts with just one. Um, in terms of like involvement, we've got a number of places you could start. You could uh, come alongside our children and youth here. Um, Headstrong is about to start a four-week pilot program, which is working with boys aged between, yeah, aged between uh, 13 and 18 to improve their mental health and resilience through weight training. Get involved. Get involved. Get alongside a young man to father him into a place of prosperity in his mental and emotional health. Yeah. Two minutes, okay. Okay. Um, improving health and well-being. We want to see people well. Um, we want to see a reduction of symptoms of illness, and we want to create spaces where people feel that they belong and can contribute. Jesus modelled this so well. We can see it all throughout the Gospels. He did it with the disciples. He did it with the little boy with the five loaves and the two fish. He did it with society's outcast. Everyone gets to play. Everyone gets to play and be part of a bigger story. And Jesus is inviting us to create spaces where the Holy Spirit is present and active and where people, regardless of whether they have faith or not, can feel at home and be invited to take part. And this matters because it impacts their emotional health, their mental health, and it matters for the circumstances that are going on in the background. I just really encourage you to grab Renee, grab Becca. Um, the, Beeho- the Beehive website has a blog section. There are stories on there that, sh- that show how people's lives have been impacted by being given a space to belong. And uh, we, want to see, we want to see people healed. God doesn't make people sick, period. And uh, if there is anyone here in the room who is suffering with ill health and you believe that it's all got part of God's plan and he's trying to teach you patience, please 
we would love to pray for you because the God I know would never do that. That would be highly abusive. God's not like that. He adores you. He's a good father. He wants you well and he wants you whole. And we want to celebrate everything along the spectrum of healing, whether it is a a part reduction in symptoms or the whole thing. We want to celebrate it all. Jesus says, Matthew 10, 7, the king, is at, the, the king and his kingdom is at hand. <laughs> Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. God is always working. What would it look like if Asher became known as having the lowest rate of poor mental health in the southeast? God's inviting us into a life of try with this. It's going to start with us pulling up our pants and taking a deep breath and stepping into those moments where we can say, can I just pray for you for that? Okay, we want to be developing leaders for our town and for our church. We want to be offering encouragement and support and training to, t- uh, to our leaders town-wide. We want to go, we're going countercultural with that last one. We want our local leaders to feel honoured and valued where their notes not spoken down on and criticised. Um, this church and this town need good leaders to bring out the best in those around them. And um, Jesus invested in the 12, he invested in the, 20, in the 22, in the 72 even. And a good leader leads people into life and fruitfulness. We want to lead and, and help equip and raise leaders who lead people into places of life and fruitfulness in Ashford. Quick plug for Kingdom Academy Starting next September, September 22, that's our internship program. Our aim is to train and release people into the city to bring life in any and every area of, in, of society. So if you want to get involved, then chat to Chris or Francis. Francis in the room, aren't you? She's upstairs, but she will be downstairs eventually. If you don't have capacity to get involved in any training event or internship, that's okay. How can we help you lead where you are? Do you have a questions of how, how, do you, how to pray for people to be healed? How to manage conflict in the workplace or be a peacemaker? Let's be family together. Let's ask those questions of each other and get some wisdom together for God, from God. And finally, um, we want to strengthen families. We want to help marriages thrive. And we want to see family relationships strengthened. Family is God's very good idea. Marriage is God's very good idea. Oh, it's hard and it's messy. We all have our own experiences, but God has given us the model of family and marriage to help us to understand more about who God is and what he's like. It's all about just pointing back to him. So what would it look like if we were able to model thriving marriages and families to our friends, our neighbours? What could that show them about what God's like? It's not about perfection. Every family has its quirks, but what would the impact on our friends be if we just did 
and I'm not saying necessarily anybody here in this room does this, but for example, what would it look like, the impact on our friends, if we didn't slag our partners off behind their backs to our friends? What if we modelled how to honour our husbands and our wives, our children and our friends, thinking the best, speaking kindly and graciously? Jesus said that we will be known as his followers by how we love, and that includes family. Okay, right, we have very much run out of time, so I'm just going to ask you guys if you can all stand. We are here in Ashford to bring life And these aims are what we get to do. We get to do this. This isn't a got to, we get to. We're not here as an institution to pull you into programs or into courses, but we are here gathering as family to go on a mission together after the things that God is calling us to. Because it is so much better doing it together. So much better. It's so much more fun as well. So... (laughs) I'm just going to pray for us. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you have called every single one of us here in Ashford for such a time as this. This is our moment. This is our time. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would continue to move in Ashford. You are up to so much and we ask you that you would would increase what you are doing. And we just say, God, we're ready to play. We're ready to play. Would you stir our hearts to to give of ourselves what what is needed, what is required to see the people around us come to know you, to see the people around us set free and restored, to see the people around us equipped to know who they are and to bring life where they are. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast today, and we hope you enjoyed it. For more information, visit ashfordvineyard.org, or maybe drop into something if you're nearby. In the meantime, have a great week, and know just how loved you are.